and welcome to the Scottish Roadscast, a podcast all about Scotland's roads, bridges and motorways. I'm John Hassel. And I'm Stuart Beard. This month, John, we're going to be talking all about Scotland's current road projects. Uh, that's things like city deal, trunk road projects, all these sorts of things that you hear about on the news or read in the paper. Um, and we're going to give you an update of the status of them, tell you where they are, what they are, how much they cost, all of that sort of thing. It's been a while since we've done this. It has, yeah. I think it's been at least a year and a half, something like that. And I think a lot of people listening to this probably remember when we've done this oh, yeah. before mm-hmm. and are keen to find out what's been happening. Yeah. You know? And in fairness, there's a lot happening at local authority level. Yes. And I think that's where people and really... you don't often hear of that sometimes because no. it's often the bigger projects yeah. and stuff like that. So it's, it's good to kind of round these off. We've certainly spent a bit of time looking into it. Yeah. There's a, and there's a few sort of financial options open to local authorities at the minute. We've obviously had the city deals in the city regions yep. that have been on the go for a few years now. Yes. That's UK government and Scottish government funding. Mm-hmm. And there's also this new thing uh, from the UK government called the Leveling Up Fund. Uh, and local authorities are able to make bids to the UK government for money to take okay, certain projects Okay, so we hear, I hear this term, levelling up, all the time. So it's yeah. a case of not, not everyone gets it. Is, it. is it a case you have to bid for that? Kind you, of yeah, so the local authorities put in bids for projects that they want to take forward, asking for the money to meet that. And I think there's tiers, so it's like up to 20 million, 20 to 50 million, and 50 million and over. Oh, okay. And and if, if That's projects very are, similar to, the, we, we before they had things like the European Regional Development yeah. Fund, it's a well, similar kind of model. That level up, levelling up fund was designed to replace elements uh, right. of that yeah okay all right so that's the sort of things that, that, that are on the go so i'm going to ask you to kick off okay because i think that makes sense and we're going to start off with we're going to work around about the west then we're going to go east then we're going to go north yes yeah and hopefully we cover everything but i know that you know our our uh, our listeners might be like well you never spoke about this particular yeah, thing and yeah. i can apologize about that yeah. but you know what if there's something we haven't mentioned and mm-hmm. it's pretty cool and you want to share Speak to us about it. Send us a message. Definitely, we will talk all about it next time. So no, yeah. we'll start in the in the the kind of west of, of mm-hmm. Scotland. So um, I'd say Renfrewshire. Yeah, is a is a good place good starting to start. Point. Yeah, Renfrewshire is always a good starting point. So we've got the the big one there. It's happening around the airport, the Glasgow Airport Investment Area. This oh. is the one being done by um, uh, Willis Brothers. By Will's Brothers. Will's Brothers. Yeah. The Irish contractor. Yeah. They, that, they do quite a lot of jobs. Especially, yeah. well, I'd say like smaller jobs. Yeah, they've yeah. Because they're doing a couple of the other ones we're going to talk about later, I've noticed as well. Yeah. Right, okay. So this airport investment area then. Now, to me, I'm thinking this is the one where they're building that new business park just to the east of Glasgow Airport. Yes. Around the south of Abbott's Inch Road. That's right. So the, the whole thing, the scheme is called Glasgow Airport Investment Area. And it, it's not just roads, but it's creating a kind of a business park, kind of an uh, industrial area. Yeah. But it's split down into these four components uh-huh. that I'll, I'll, I'll list out here. So the Abbotsinch Road, so that's one that's going from kind of Paisley and it goes out towards mm-hmm. the Bascule Bridge. That goes under the White Cart Viaduct as well. Yes, it yeah. does. Mm-hmm. A little motorway reference yeah, in yeah. there, Stuart. I mm-hmm. love it. Um, Abbotsinch Road, so that's being realigned, upgraded and extended okay. um, with the kind of accompanying pedestrian cycle lanes to create a route through the Netherton Campus, which is what they're calling it. This because, the, is this the business park? Yeah. That's right, okay. which is the central site of this manufacturing district okay. that's all part of this investment area mm-hmm. so you can see that with the road here previously the road just kind of went straight yeah yeah through. yeah and now it kind of it, it it's roundabouts in there it dog legs back towards uh, the water course and then goes back out again so you will right. have a, a, quite a straight a route mm-hmm. but you will have a much improved route and yeah. particularly about cycling and walking which okay. is which is good um there's some more cool stuff there's a new two-lane bridge for pedestrian cyclists and commercial traffic which goes actually across the Whitecart River from an approach road uh, from Arran Avenue, mm-hmm. which is on the west side, I believe, to Wright Street, which I believe so is on the east side. side, which is in Renfrew. Yeah. So it's now easier to get to uh, like the, the west way yeah. uh, oh, yes. in Renfrew uh-huh. from this area, which, which kind of makes sense since that's also an industrial area. The whole thing links up. And that's actually a road bridge as well. Um, and pedestrian stuff. So Renfrew is even better connected now. And and much of this is completed already, I believe. Um, It's ongoing construction. The bridge itself's actually been completed, but there's still a lot of work going on on either side of it. 
Okay. This is where someone comes in and corrects us and went, I drove over there. Yeah, maybe so, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I met it's months. It's years. been ages oh, since oh, I've been down there. It's a long time since I was down there. I'll need to go drive to see what's, uh, Absolutely. what's going on. But yeah. what, what has been in for a little while is the pedestrian and cycle bridge over the black cart, um, which connects kind of Abbott's Inch Road to Greenock Road. So there's, there's a masonry arch bridge that's always carried the, the A8 there, yeah. which you, well... No sensible person would walk over that. It's very um, narrow, yeah. Yes. Is that the one with the traffic lights and it controls one way flow at a time? Yes. Yeah. Well, okay. well it, not not over the bridge, but about the junction immediately to the, uh, I would say, like the southeast of the bridge. Right, okay. Just before you go over the Baskill Bridge. Right. So um, it wasn't great for walking or, or cycling <laughs> and stuff like that. So this bridge, this new pedestrian bridge, is now, it's just huh? a lot safer. Okay. Right, that sounds um, interesting. Yeah. So they, they are kind of there are junction improvements and connections to existing cycle and pedestrian routes, which kind of links up these cycling corridors that they've got going towards like in Shinin and all these other places as well. Yeah. So no, that's what's happening with that. We need to go down and see it though, Stuart. That's something yeah. I'm, I'm going to take from that. A good excuse for a drive down there to see what's happening. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it gets better. Right. Right. Okay. So this is another project. This is known as the Yoker Renfrew Bridge. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of people might know about this one. This is a plan, of course, to connect Yoker to Renfrew over the Clyde. Brand new swinging bridge mm-hmm. that they've got there. Um, that's been um, Graham Construction. We're, we're awarded this one. So this two-lane bridge will accommodate vehicles, pedestrians, and cyclists. It will also swing open to allow ships to go through. It spans 184 metres from Renfrew to the boundary between Yoka and Clyde Bank. Now, at the moment, preparation works are ongoing at Argyle Avenue because there is a new road involved in this. Now, this used to be known as the Renfrew Northern Relief Road. Right, okay. So this Mm -hmm. has kind of been incorporated into this now. Yeah. Um, so uh, they've done, I believe they've done kind of tree f- uh, felling works and stuff like that because yeah. the bridge, the bridge itself, and I wrongly believed this. I always thought this bridge was to replace it where the ferry was. It was going to be exactly be where the Renfrew Yoker ferry is. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's actually slightly further west. Right. Okay. Um, go on their website. Uh, just just Google uh, Yoker Renfrew Bridge, and there's a fantastic YouTube video that gives you a fly through about how it's all going to look. Right, I will definitely check that out. Please do. Um, there's certain other preparation reworks are doing. They're putting in a culvert and yoker, uh, north abutment, south abutment, um, and uh, and things like that. They're so putting in a preparation. All, that's all bridge. happening this year, then, this financial year. Yeah, well, 22 to 23. Yep. Um, 23 to 24 is actually when they're going to be constructing this new, what they call a double leaf swing bridge. Right. Um, and then they have the commissioning and testing and looking to get it completed by 2025. Interesting. How good will that be? Like, saying you stay in Clyde Bank and you need to get to, to Bray Head or you want to go visit friends in Renfrew or Paisley yeah. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Alternatively, it gives people some options. Yeah, you know? And you know, one of the things I always thought was a good selling point about that, Renfrew and Bray Head, no access to the railway network. Yeah. It's just a quick hop across the Yoker, sta- the Yoker railway station. Okay. Once that's uh, once that's all completed. So it is. It, 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 it kind of makes sense. And it's something to pedestrians as well. It's... Um, Two-way traffic, uh, single carriageway. Do you think that'll be enough, Stuart? Mm. Clyde Tunnel, it's dual mm. carriageway. Erskine yeah. Bridge, obviously, dual carriageway. I, I think that this bridge may find itself busy on days where there is an incident in either the Clyde Tunnel or the mm-hmm. Erskine Bridge. Yes. It'll be interesting to see how the two lanes cope. The other thing that's interesting about this, mm. I read that when it's opening to allow ships to pass, mm-hmm. it could take up to 45 minutes allow for the opening the passing and the closing of goodness the me i hope they've yeah. got like a, a coffee shop next to it then yeah. so wait, waiting around for that long yeah. is going to be something so else that could take a bit of time now i don't know how frequently now ships come up and down there um mm. a couple of times a week maybe um so yeah that could be interesting to see how that operates just imagine when it's over i can imagine the moaning and the complaints so people mm. go, i was stuck here for yeah. Yeah. i know my luck and whenever i want to use it that'll probably happen to me but it, it's cool um i don't know if it will be a strategic corridor uh and so men, men, I, I don't know if they yeah. geared it for that no i don't and it's not designed like that either yeah. interestingly the original proposal for the clyde tunnel mm-hmm. was this far downstream oh was it yes mm-hmm. yeah um before they decided to pull that back nearer the city center lint house yeah. as they if you go it, back yeah. and look at the the abercrombie reports and even some of the the, the early 50s stuff you'll see that there was a tunnel proposed down there yeah. At one point before they moved and, and decided, and decided to, to put it there. Yeah. Well, that's fair enough. We've Well, you've ended up winning in the end because you have a tunnel and a bridge now, Stuart. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, there we mm-hmm. go. No, terrific. Absolutely terrific. 
Cost-wise, I think that's coming out about eighty million, isn't it? We don't have the specific cost, but uh, we don't. Um, we were so busy researching other things, you yeah. know. But we we'll get that information, and certainly when we do an update to these things, mm-hmm. um, um, hopefully the the roadscast is still going in twenty twenty five, and we can be like, we've driven over it, and it was this, and it's completely. You never know. You never know. Might be cool. Okay. All right. What's next, uh, Stuart? I think it's your turn now. My turn. My turn. My turn. It's East mm. Renfrewshire next because they have a an active city deal scheme in the go as well. I, just one other thing, just I'll mention in right. the Renfrewshire one, I think that the proposal for the light rail tram type connection to the airport from mm-hmm. Glasgow is part of city deal as well. But because it's non-road, we've kind of skipped over that. Yeah, I was going to say it's yeah. the roads car, so we're focusing mostly on road-related things. Yeah. All right, so from an East Renfrewshire point of view, they had a few projects that mm-hmm. were going to be funded. Now, they had this over, this overarching project name, which was like the M77 Corridor yep. Improvements. And the biggest single scheme really within that was improvements to the roads between Newton Merns and Barhead. So they're trying to improve connectivity between their main towns. So from this M77 going across to Barhead Nielsen? Yeah, exactly. Now, the biggest scheme within the whole project is the improvement to Orr's Road, which is the one that goes from Barhead all the way up to Newton Merns, running alongside the reservoirs. Oh, yeah. Eventually crosses the M77. So it's a windy road, that, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So the the original proposal was really to straighten the road out mm-hmm. and remove an old weak bridge and, and various things. But because of costs and things like that, there have been some changes. So it says here, it's originally it was planned to straighten the road and strengthen a weak bridge. But the scheme has been changed to include two sections of realignment, a roundabout, replacement of the weak road bridge and a boardwalk along the edge of the Balgray Reservoir. Okay. Boardwalk sounds interesting. Yeah. The, there were proposals as well for the country park up there, but they are now under review with an expectation that there will be a focus on a smaller scale and less expensive visitor centre than some of the major visitor centre proposals that have been looked right. at in the past. Okay. Now, anybody who's used Orr's Road will know that it is quite a windy, weavy road. Yeah. Uh, it's not really the best way to access Barhead from the M77. So you can mm. see why they would want to improve Well, I think that. where it ends up, it ends up spitting you out in Newton Mounds. It doesn't... Um, I, I think then you've got to go down the road to get on at Junction 4. Yeah. Um, I, it, it just kind of goes into, into Newton Mounds, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, they are also including four kilometres of new walking and cycling infrastructure as okay. part of that uh, proposal. And there will be an upgrade to some of the other existing paths as well. It says here that the, the latest update we found for this was December last year. It said that working, uh, work was scheduled to start in 2023 and finish in September 2024. Okay. So that, that no, is Nothing happening on the ground yet then? Not yet by the looks of things, yeah. Mm-hmm. There are a number of other projects that East Renfrewshire were considering non-road-related. Some of them have been delayed slightly as well because of cost changes and business I, I case heard updates. So, again, not road-related. They wanted to put in a Barhead South railway station. That's that's one of the things they are looking at, apparently, mm-hmm. and I think that that has been reviewed because costs have increased and they're looking to improve sort of lift access mm-hmm. and stuff to the platforms. And, and as you know, there's obviously a lot of inflation at the minute. Prices are going up and, and railway work can be expensive at the mm-hmm. best of times. This, this is an interesting time to do this. When you talk about costs, we all talk about cost of living and stuff, but the yeah. construction costs have increased massively, oh, yeah. causing a lot of uh, the people looking at as project managers and then people <laughs> holding the purse strings yeah, to go, I mean, well, let's uh, prioritise certain things and and let's maybe reevaluate and re- re-look yeah. at this. Um, I, I read recently, so we're, we're talking about inflation for you and I buying things and whatnot. And yeah, a week 10%, say 9 yeah. 10%. But I think someone said recently that construction inflation was sitting at somewhere between 15 and 20%. Yeah. So it's even higher again. You can imagine what that's doing to contractors and also yeah. to clients. And the supply of material and stuff coming, you know, like Ukraine, for example, supplied, I think, something like a third of Europe's steel. Obviously, mm-hmm. that's now not, not happening. So there's supply issues there. That's forced costs up elsewhere. So, yeah, it's having wow. a, a, an overall effect on things. Why can't things just be simple? They never are. They never are. Yes. Okay. Uh, that's all we have to say on East Renfrewshire. So I'm mm-hmm. just going to continue into Glasgow. Okay. Because there's actually not a great deal of detail about Glasgow's proposals either. So we'll talk mm. about a couple of the headline things. Uh, the main thing really is, this actually non-roads related, but it's the most recent one, is the Govan to Partick footbridge. So that's a, a £29.5 million scheme under right. construction at the moment by Farron's Construction. Is that the Riverside one? Yeah. Yeah. So that takes you from the Riverside Museum right across to Govan. Oh, that'll be terrific. Yeah, that'll be that. That'll be. Do you know what annoys me? I, I love the Riverside Tra- Museum. Obviously, it's a transport museum. Yeah. You can only get there by car. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It'd be yeah. good to be able to use a subway, go to Govan, or yeah. maybe park in Govan, and then go and across, across, the, cross over the river. Yeah. yeah. So that that one's very big at the minute. Now, costs on this had increased. 
and that actually led to the delay of eight other projects in Glasgow mm, uh, to allow okay. that one to go ahead first. So there was like improvements to walkways between Pacific Quay and Cessna Underground Station, mm-hmm. uh, subway station. Sorry, I'll get slapped for saying Underground. <laughs> um, that was uh, your decades out of date. Yes, that. <laughs> um, that one. That was one of the ones that was put in hold, and yeah. a, and a couple of other active travel schemes were, were paused as well. Mm. The other large-scale city deal scheme underway in Glasgow is the Site Hill footbridge. Oh, yeah. Well, so, that, that's the one, of course, going over the M8 that yeah. we all see and know, the the, the weathered steel. Yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, th- yeah, that's due for completion um, later this year, £19 million, pounds, um, constructed by Bam Nuttall. That's part of the wider £250 million pound Site Hill development scheme. That's on big, the big project. Yeah, yeah, first new footbridge over the M8 in, in Glasgow for since the Hillington footbridge was replaced a, a few years ago. Oh, of course. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see that finish. Get some good views from up there. It'll be mm. landscaped across as well. Now, the other major Glasgow roads projects that are being proposed at the minute are the avenues projects. So... What we've seen in Sucky Hall Street is yeah. an avenues project. So, so are they doing more of this? Yeah, so as it stands at the moment, all we have is Sucky Hall Street. That was the first one to go ahead. There are a few others coming down the line. Uh, Argyle Street, uh, Broomielaw, uh, Woodsides. Um, there's, there's an underlines project proposed up at uh, St George's Cross. There are a number of these coming down the line. And these all are part of Glasgow City Council's plans to try and reduce traffic within the city centre mm-hmm. by 30%. Okay. Uh, by reducing, you know, by giving more space but back to pedestrians and make, like, making it more attractive for people to to cycle. Or yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, the avenues. Uh, I, I hope it, I don't lose a few listeners here, uh, but I end up saying, you know, I actually quite like the look of the avenues uh, on Sockey Hill Street. Okay. I think it looks good. I have, however, have heard a few opinions from from pedestrians <laughs> or people cycling on it that quite a lot of the time you get people kind of walking in the way of people trying to cycle along yeah, it yeah. and things like that. So, so it's not it's not really people, motorists have moaned about it, but more of the pedestrians and also the cyclists. It's maybe not been one of these projects that's been segregated that well. Maybe it's a cultural thing. Maybe we're just not used to that shared space yet. Sucking Hall Street was a good example because, let's be honest, we've discussed many times over the years on various topics mm. about how Sucky Hall Street was one of the main thoroughfares that was emptied by the construction of the, the, the ring road, road and the yeah. motorway around the north of the city centre. So... there is a debate to be had again about the purpose of the motorway and how it it keeps traffic off of the surface streets, you know, peak hours. Mm -hmm. uh, And that that enables the construction of these avenues projects, you know, without having a major disruption, you know, to traffic. Yeah, Uh, exactly. I mean, if you can think of a corridor in town arterial that doesn't have a motorway equivalent at the moment, Mm -hmm. and you were to put an avenues on that, it it wouldn't fly, you know? Yeah, it wouldn't be just so clever. Um, You know, so, so it's good to see that Sucky Hall Street, I think, has been a great success and it'll be interesting to see some of the other ones. Okay. As they come along, it's fine. Yeah. I'll ask you another thing, just go quickly going back to the Site Hill footbridge. Sure. What do you think of uh, the look of it? Do you like it? Well, weathering steel is always interesting. Um, so, can you explain a wee bit about it? Why do we use that? I mean, it, to what some people have just said, oh, it just looks rusty. Why didn't they yeah, paint well, it before they put it out? It is rusty. Uh, so, basically, <laughs> the, steel, the steel that's used in the construction it has a, a rusted, corroded coating. You know, mm-hmm. so it's steel that has been exposed to the elements and has started to corrode. It corrodes evenly. Now that patina that that is on the surface actually p- creates like a protective layer, so it slows down the corrosion, so it doesn't you know continue to rust all the way through, so that rots away to nothing. Right. So that you know, so that basically becomes a protective layer in the surface. Now it will darken okay. down. It starts off very orangey, right, mm. very copper orange. But when you think of the bridges over the Edinburgh City Bypass Junction One to Two. They're weathering oh. steel very dark brown now after all those years. Yeah, the M8 extension. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, some parts of the A9 as well. Yeah. So it'll start to darken down. It'll look a bit more natural. It mm. saves on painting costs. You've got a big bridge like that above a very busy motorway. You don't want to have to begin in there and paint that every 15, 20 years. Mm-hmm. So it's quite a sensible option, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it saves on, on those types of costs. And, and I think it looks... That's okay. interesting. Just from a layman's perspective, yeah. I'm, I'm actually not a bridge engineer. You know, I deal with roads and stuff yeah. like that. But you must think, oh, rust, steel, that's not a good but thing. But it's controlled. But it's controlled. We've been using bridges like that since, you know, since amazing the, way the of 70s. Using, using a disadvantage to an advantage. Yeah. Um, you know, there are some out there who, you know, some experts will know that originally British Steel marketed a product here called Corton Steel. Right. Uh, that was early weathering steel bridges that were used. The, the first example in Scotland that I'm aware of is up in the M80 up at Seabegs, right. which is just north of Hags. And you'll see a bridge up there. There's a portal. It sits over the over the motorway. It's, uh, it's two rusty steel columns and a, a rusty beam 
or what looks like a rusty beam over the motorway. Um, right. That was one of the first that, that I'm aware of in, in Scotland. But as you said, on the A9, there are a few. On they the are. A9. They use yeah. them there as well. Duncan, the, Duncan upgrade, will yeah. will tell you all about those ones. Now, as some people have said, you know, obviously commented on this decision mm-hmm. and aesthetic, but I think it was also done in a way to kind of honour the shipbuilding past and, and things no like doubt, that. No doubt, yeah. It's, it's nice. Because, like, there is yeah. a reason for this aesthetic. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's going to have, I believe it's going to have some feature lighting and various other things there. Yeah. Much, the much better than the dreary oh, previous footbridge. Yeah, which was yeah. just a very basic, generic tight mm. concrete footbridge and we got some photos from it before it was demolished we did we so did it's the main thing and they are in the archive um okay back to you then for south lanarkshire i was gonna say i'm gonna have to leave north lanarkshire to you oh that's fine <laughs> that's no problem um south lanarkshire the big one we, we visited this the other day this was green hills road in east Kilbride. yeah that's so, a good scheme Yep, it is. It's fantastic. So this is a 25.7 million pound scheme that seems to have been going on for a very long time. It seems to have been quite heavily affected by COVID, um, the COVID shutdown, this one. How long has it been going on for, Stuart? It's it's got three years. Three years, Yeah, and they they seem to be slowly getting there bit by bit by bit. I mean, what I don't like... I don't like about it is it doesn't link all the way up the Phillips Hill. It doesn't go all the way towards the GSO. It yeah. would be nice to have that alternative to go through mm-hmm. rather than having to take Kingsway and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm no doubt that local residents were, were very happy with it. The amount of house building that's going on there as well. You know. Now, there's yeah. there's an interesting historical bit about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I see you glancing towards the GGTS, uh, but it does follow the alignment originally of an old plan route. Yeah, and just Roughly, for our, for, remember, for our new listeners, GGTS. The Greater Glasgow Transportation Study. Yes. Which, of course, was an old study yes. now, if we look back on it. I believe that was, when was that? 1967. 768, yep. yep. Uh, yeah, so we, by the looking by the looking at the proposal from 67, 68, I think that part of what is now Green Hills Road was originally going to be the Hamilton Paisley Motorway, mm-hmm. um, or certainly very close to it, Yeah. Um, as part of the sort of a southern orbital route around the Glasgow Conurbation, mm-hmm. around the South East Cobride. Uh, obviously, we had the GSO, the Glasgow Southern Orbital uh, Road A726 that was completed in 2005. Kind of took on the role of part of that proposal. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. That's nice ones. It's an interesting one. And, and just out of interest, the okay. section of A726 that is being jeweled now, so taken all the way out to Green Hills Road, that was always allowed for that jeweling. So, if we look at, again, we look yeah, at the, the big the panel here, you'll yeah. see the red dashes on the A726. Mm-hmm. You'd see that was always an improvement proposed for after 1990. Yeah. So, we finally got it 30 years later than originally planned, but it's here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's good to good to see it coming along. Um, you know, that will finally all be completed. I'm, I'm thinking quite soon. There have been some parts of it that's gone over budget slightly, probably yeah. just for how long it's been going Construction, on. Construction, inflation, COVID, yes. all these disruptors. It's, yep. mm-hmm. it's got into that. We'll stick with East Kilbride. Oh, um, I think that was Will's Brothers as well, that project. It was, yeah. Will's Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> but, but we will stick with East Kilbride for the next one. Mm-hmm. And this is Stuartfield Way. Uh, also known as the East Kilbride Northwest Bypass. Yeah. Okay. As it was in our old days when we were used to So this is the road that some people argue is quicker than going through the town. Yes. Um, if you go around the top and it puts you up the Kingsgate roundabout. Yeah, yeah. Roundabouts. There's a series of roundabouts. Uh, an unholy trinity of horrible roundabouts right up there that I utterly despise. But anyway, that's that's a separate... <laughs> it's another thing. podcast. Yeah. It's another podcast. Um, Stuartfield Way, they've always planned to duel this. Um, it was built in such a way to be dueled um, yes. back, back when it first opened. I believe it was the 1980s. Yeah. So the, the, the original project, to give you some background, was originally proposed by the East Cobride Development Corporation. There was always going to be a northwest bypass of the town. It was always proposed to be dual carriageway. However, as the economic situation of the 70s and various other things came in um it was delayed mm-hmm. and then eventually when strathclyde regional council had the money to go ahead with it they decided to build a single carriageway route but with earthworks to allow for future drilling good idea and that's the situation that we have today so there's been a big push for this and this has gone on for years um Quite, quite controversial, quite a lot of people not, not too happy with it. Yeah. Um, it's looking to cost around about $62 million. That That's quite high for a yeah. local road. Um, and and it's, it's... It's only half of it now as well. So it's from the James Hamilton Heritage Loch back to Kingsgate. Kingsway? Kingsgate. Kingsgate. So it doesn't, it doesn't go all the way to Phillips Hill. No. 
that that bit's now off. Now there's a reason right. for that. Right. But the, the thing is, Stuart, you either do it all or yeah. you don't. This well, is this is my thing. Is because otherwise, you, oh, it's great, dual carriageway, and yeah. then you just come screaming to a halt. The eastern you know? end is the busier of the two mm-hmm. sections. Oh, it's a local route as well. But there is something else you need to bear in mind. At okay. Kittock Glen, which is west of the Heritage Lock, there is a large gorge, and the Kittock Glen Bridge that crosses there is huge. Mm-hmm. You don't realise when you're driving over, but it's, ma- it's a massive viaduct. Yeah. So I imagine the expense of building a parallel viaduct would have kicked up the cost massively. Probably at least doubled that figure. At Mm. least doubled that figure. Well, that's interesting. Um, So that's something to bear in mind. So I do wonder if that's a factor. Stuart and I struggled to get latest news on this, if it's actually happened. It seems to have all been greenlit. The council are insistent on it. There's been some controversy Um, locally about it. Very very much politically um, about this one. So it looks like it is happening, but we cannot tell you when, um, to be honest with you. There's certainly no, no signs there at the moment. The latest information we found was that it was due to start this year. Hmm. And has it? Not so far. Not so far. <laughs> there you go. So that's 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 South Lanarkshire. What about South Lanarkshire's friendly neighbour, North Lanarkshire? I think I'll hand this back to you, Stuart. Yeah, so North Lanarkshire Council have fully embraced the City Deal uh, idea mm-hmm. and have a number of schemes that have been proposed. Now, we've spoken about these on, on previous podcasts. And uh, the main one is the Panlan Corridor. So that's the yep. Panlanarkshire Corridor, which basically aims to link up the M74 at Hamilton with the M80 at Auchin Kilns. And that is delivered through a, a multiple projects that are currently proposed. Now, of the components, let me just outline yeah. what the components are. So This is ambitious. Yeah. I'm sitting here with a big smile. <laughs> there's the Ravenscraig South Approaches, Okay, Ravenscraig being the huge brownfield site where the steelworks used to be. Yeah. So there's the south approaches to that. Basically, what that involves is the completion of the dueling of Airbles Road and Motherwell. Now, that is the section immediately adjacent to the Strathclyde Park entrance, mm-hmm. just near Junction 6, off the Hamilton Road. So there's a small section here, about two or three hundred metres, that hasn't been dueled yet. No, that's right. It's a two yeah. plus one. Yeah, so that'll yeah. get done. Mm-hmm. Then there's the more expensive bit. And that is running a dual carriageway from the Airbles Road, Windermill Hill Street Junction, Mm-hmm. straight through um, where the Evans Halshaw car showroom is mm-hmm. all the way across there under the West Coast main line into the Ravenscraig site linking up with the existing dual carriageway at the Ravenscraig Sports Centre the regional sports centre mm. okay now there's been an update since the last time we spoke about this right. the contract for the railway bridge has been let and is now on site mm-hmm. so there's a £16 million contract like to story so contracting. They're doing that as an advanced job, which is fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Network Rail always like to be very involved yeah. with these things as well. Exactly. So Network Rail are delivering that on behalf of North Lanarkshire Council. That's mm-hmm. on site at the moment. And the plan is they'll build a new bridge off-site and then sometime next spring, the new bridge will be rolled into position over a weekend when the West Coast Main Line is closed to, mm. to rail traffic. Um, straight on the back of that, they will be looking to let a contract to build the road. So from Airbles Road, Windmill Hill Street, right through under the new railway bridge all the way up to the regional sports facility. That is due to fall next year as well, 2023, with completion 24-25. Mm. Okay. I believe that is valued at somewhere in the region of something like 30 million. The overall Ravenscraig um, access um, roads, I think, is currently sitting at 90-odd million. Now, that includes this section to the north of Ravenscraig. So mm. A723, as it comes out of Marlborough, to the north of Motherwell. Yeah. Um, as so you, that one that goes up to Chapel Hall. Yes. Yeah. So as you leave Ravenscraig in the dual carriageway, mm. the A723, which runs from there all the way up to the M8 at Chapel Hall, as John says, that will be dueled. Now, that's another road that was built by Strathclyde Regional Council in the 90s, mm. originally on the route of the Hamilton to Cumbernauld motorway. Yeah. Um, again, built as a single carriageway road, but with an allowance for future dueling. Yes. So that additional carriageway has now been slotted in there. And you can see this because there is a bridge that they done a number yeah. of years ago where they replaced the railway bridge there and they've they've left basically a spare span yeah. for the other carriageway to go under. And there is a new roundabout right. that went in for a new development. Is, yeah. it, is it not the crematorium? At the crematorium, the gyratory. So yeah. you see it there and it's blatantly, even the signs say dual carriageway, yeah. you know. So, yeah. yeah. So that, that'll all come along. And what that'll do in effect is provide a dual carriageway link from the M74 Junction 6 all the way to the M8 at Junction 6A. At Chapel Wonderful. Hall. Okay, that's phase one. Well, wait, wait, there's more? There's, mo- there's much more. <laughs> there's, there's much more. more. <laughs> so, North Lanarkshire Council also have proposals uh, for an East Airdrie Link Road, 
which is effectively an eastern bypass of Airdrie. It's a new A73. So yep. A73 being completely rebuilt on a new offline corridor. Well, that is just... That's Christmas come early for anyone who lives in Airdrie. It is, because the A73 is a bit of a nightmare for anybody who still... It goes you know, right I mean, through the town. Well, yeah. almost through the town. It's yeah. an absolute night. To go to Cumbernauld is brutal. Plus, it comes through Chapel Hall. It goes through the vill- yeah. you know, villages like Stand and, and, and places like that as well. So yeah. th- this new road will bypass that. Now, this project, although desired by the council, was given a huge boost last year when it was decided that the Monklands Hospital would move to the Western Moffat site, which is also east of Airdrie. Right. And the East Airdrie Link Road is a key part of that proposal. Right. Well, there's nobody that's going to object to to, to holding up a hospital going yeah. in. So it's pretty safe then. Yeah. So to give you an idea of what they're proposing there, that will be a single carriageway road. Mm-hmm. The roundabout on the A73, just north of Newhouse Interchange, mm-hmm. right? I know the, the one. new road will branch off there. It will go east around Chapel Hall, proceed north towards Airdrie, it will eventually cross the A89 between Airdrie and Plains, yep. know, the village of Plains. Head north again, round the east of North Airdrie, uh, coming out just north of Stand, linking with the A73 just at the dual carriageway section, just Wonderful. south of Cumbernauld. And how come they're not uh, making this dual carriageway? I guess cost is a, is a big implication. Uh, is it though? Yeah. I mean, if, if you're already going through and you're doing all these things, an extra carriageway, it's not. It's mm. probably an extra 10, 20 million. Yeah. You know, in the uh, grand scheme of what this is going to cost. Yeah, I mean, I think that was something that was looked at and the consultants that they have working for them are still looking at the root corridors. There has been, they have now narrowed it down to like two or three corridors mm-hmm. and I think a final announcement is due this year, but there's very little difference between them. What we really seem to vary quite a bit is at the northern end, does it go all the way past Stand or does it rejoin the A73 south of Stand? So that's kind of up in the at the minute okay um, that the cost of that i think is is, is a, just tens of millions i wish i had looked up the exact figure mm. for that but i think combined it's like 190 million for all the ravens craig access and the east Airdrie link road mm. that's that's the current prices that we're looking at and i think if that all goes ahead i think the south Lanarkshire council would be delighted if everything was finished by 2027 so that's yeah. only five years away you know there's yeah, I, I, it's optimistic. I mean, what have they done so far? They've got they've got the Glen Boyg, haven't they? That opened. So they also had the Glen Boyg Link Road that was completed back in 2018, 17? 2018, yep. um, and it was it was a nice, tidy little road. It was mm-hmm. handy. Yep. Um, but there have been a few that have kind of fallen by the wayside. They have problems. So there was a Moss End Link Road. Do you remember that? That, that was going to link Eurocentral yeah, up? Yeah, that, that was cancelled because of objections right. of local residents. There is also... Um, there was the other one, the the rail terminal roundabout. Yeah, that's all still scheduled to go ahead. Mm. Um, there's also a park and ride facility at Eurocentral that's being looked at. Uh, North Lancashire did have a couple of other proposals round about the steps and Muirhead areas for link roads for housing and the like. They have all fallen fallen off the agenda for the moment. They've been put on pause, and uh, they also have the Motherwell Town Centre hub, which is basically the completion of the Motherwell Ring Road. Mm-hmm. Um, but the section that's being built now is only going to be used for buses and taxis at right. the rail interchange to take them away from traffic through traffic. Right. I think though the, the the theory is that the Ravenscraig infrastructure improvements mm-hmm. they will almost act as an eastern bypass of Motherwell. I was going to say, do you think it will save much time? This yes, thing that, that links up Lots between those two because I I go I go through there quite a lot. Yeah. Um, past, you know these places and it's it's never held up for me. Try it on a Saturday afternoon going north on A723. <laughs> the football's on or something, yeah. you know. <laughs> and you'll easily be queued from Motherwell Town Centre all the way back towards the petrol station that's down the bottom of the hill, the jet garage. Okay. Um, that, it's not uncommon for traffic to queue back there on very busy days. So, yeah, there, it would bring some relief. Believe it or not, there is actually a lot of traffic that goes from Hamilton uh, and goes through Motherwell up to the motorway that way. And mm-hmm. you see a lot of heavy goods vehicles that come off the M74 as well, head for Eurocentral, and they go up the A723 rather than going round by the A725 and the M8. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, Wraith is well better. It's not. It's it still can be a nightmare. It, oh yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Right. Mm, interesting. Mm. Right. So, can, interesting one in North Lancashire. Yeah. Right. We're ready for Falkirk. Yeah, do Falkirk first. Passing to you for that. Okay. Not good news from Falkirk. I understand. No, interesting news though. So okay. there's there's. Falkirk and West Lothian have a joint job they've been talking about for years. So, a um, bit of a history lesson. There's a, there's a road that links the M9 and the uh, from, from the M9 at Junction 4 Lith Allen all the way down to the M8 Junction 4 yeah. uh, at Whitburn, which is known as the A801. 
It's oh, yes. often known as the Avon Gorge Road. It's a terrific yeah. road um, with sections of dual carriageway and mm-hmm. also sections of, of two plus one. Built in the seventies. Built in the seventies uh, as kind of part. It was the, the county councils who kind of done this around about the time when the M eight and the M mm-hmm. uh, nine were built. We basically to let you cut the corner. Cut the corner. We don't have a lot of historical info on it because we just haven't really looked at this area too much back when we were the erstwhile Glasgow Motorway Archive. Yeah. Um, but we're starting to get information through. Anyway. This road's great, apart from the middle bit. This is the Avon Gorge bit that wasn't upgraded. Mm-hmm. Now, if you look at the map, see the side, you will see the roundabout. They actually done some of the advanced works for where the road yeah. would, would bypass the that, Avon Gorge. Yeah. And you see these kind of unused spurs from the roundabout, see the end of the road kind of, well, they haven't built the road, but you can yeah. see where they've kind of carved through yeah. and the trees are gone. So anyway, for years and years and years and years, they wanted to bypass this section at the Avon Gorge because it's very twisty, it's narrow, there's a horrible junction in it. Yeah. Uh, um, and a lot of HGVs use this road, yeah. especially coming from Grangemouth and stuff like yeah. that. So there's, there's uh, the two of the councils have got together, also with um, funding from, I believe they were even getting funding from Transport Scotland, Mm-hmm. Um, and well, the city deals stuff um, to do this because it's a big job because a large viaduct is needed. This, yeah. this, I think they were just looking at single carriageway for this, but yeah. it'd be a huge thing. So anyway, um, th- this has been going on for years, and it looked like it was nearly going to happen, but it has been pushed back. It's not cancelled, but it's pushed back ever so slightly. Mm-hmm. Um, to to allow other other more urgent what what the Falkirk Council see as more urgent projects to go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So for the first round of the UK's um, UK government's levelling up funding, which we explained earlier, Falkirk Council have successfully bid for twenty million to create a new bridge that will allow pedestrians and cyclists um, to safely cross around Westfield Stadium, mm-hmm. southern Falkirk, which will become uh, which will become dual carriageway as part of the project. So this is one of the things that they're prioritising. Um, uh, they're, they're kind of looking at doing that. So this is this 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 new bridge that goes over the junction, there, yeah. and they're dueling parts of the. It's actually the A9. It's still the A9. This is, still, there, this is the yeah. A9 dueling nobody talks about. It's <laughs> yeah. actually happening in Falkirk. So they're, they're reviewing that to ensure it remains affordable. You know, given given all the costs going on with the industry. The the other thing um, that, that they looked at was the uh, junction three. Of uh, which is the Borough Muir Junction on the M9. Is that the one where the wee maintenance depot sits? That's the, the one where yeah, the road maintenance depot west. is. Ah, yeah. Okay. Now that actually has only south-facing uh, slip roads or, or east-facing slip roads, and it's a nightmare for folk in Bowness. Yeah, coming from the south, coming from Edinburgh, that's the junction that's signed for Bowness, isn't it? On the E905, is it? Or the E904? Yeah, and then yeah. four. Mm-hmm. yeah and yep. you, you go along there. Mm-hmm. But people have always found it quite difficult if you yeah. want to get to the M9, especially if they want to head north or they want to head, you know, west or whatever. Yeah. They've got to actually go all the way up to Falkirk. Mm-hmm. Or they've got to down out to the Philpson Junction too. Yeah. Which is circuitous and, and irritating. So people have been campaigning for this. So they, they're going to be um, doing that junction up. That'll be a full access diamond type junction. So new slip roads will go there. So it'll be even easier to access the M9. Interesting. Okay. So that's what they're, they're doing. Um, and then there's another upgrade in the M9, did you say? Yes, there two, is. Two, in fact, two upgrades still in the M9 in various parts. And Falkirk was one. Is that right? Okay, so yeah, they are doing some improvements to the motorway junctions there, but it's minor, but it's mostly the roads that, that surround it. Mm-hmm. Um, but further down at Winchborough, yeah. so this is down between like kind of Kirkliston and Philpston and these areas, there is a massive new development that's happening down yep. there mm-hmm. uh, on those ones, and they are going to be putting in a, a, uh, a new junction there. That's all part of that housing development and huge expansion of that area. There's a new railway station going in as well, is that right? Mm, hopefully, yeah. yes. They want these to put in a station at, at Winchborough, but um, I, be, I believe that they've <laughs> ba- they've basically started work now yeah. on that new motorway junction. I think it'll be 1B or right. 2A. <laughs> I don't know what it's going to be called. I think it's 1B. I think it's, one, it. I think it's 1B. Yeah. Something like that. So, so. Uh, so going back to Avon Gorge, you were saying yes. that that's been paused because there's other projects on the M9 that's right. that's, that are all being prioritised over it. So what was the other one? The other one they've got there. So um, I've got here, it's... Uh, well, road improvements at Champney have already been approved by Falkirk Council uh, as part of its budget. The newly designed slip road would change the road layout slightly and successful bid for levelling up cash, free up money of the council's capital budget. So that that there is is us talking about a realigned slip road there. Right. Okay, so is that junction four or five? 
on the M9? Um, they, I know they're doing something up at five. Yeah, because um, there is a lot of work going on around about there in Falkirk. And I, the this moment. is what I mentioned, is they're doing a slight upgrade. Yeah. Uh, obviously, so they're doing the dueling there of the mm-hmm. A9, so they are realigning the slip road there at Junction 5, it looks like. From, Interesting. From that, it's that. worth a look. I, I was up there a few a few weeks ago, and I could see there was a lot of work, but I didn't get near it. I'll need to go back and have a, mm-hmm. have a proper look, see what's going on. Yeah. yeah, interesting. Yeah. But they are going to see for this this even gorge. It's something expensive. So the councillors have agreed that the round two of the UK's Leveling Up Fund would be a joint bid to continue the uh, Avon Gorge project. So yeah. they are they are definitely going to do it. Um, so you know, councillors, you know, see the kind of scale and complexity of the Avon Gorge work would be it would be premature to make a funding application at the moment for that. Right. Okay. So they're, what they're going to do is they're going to use this money, mm-hmm. this this leveling up money in other city regions to do all these other little improvements that they want to do. Yeah. And then the Avon Avon Gorge see that as a PS2 resistance. You know, okay. they they want to put in a separate bid for that and get that done. Interesting. Summarise everything I've just said. They're doing a lot of things around there, um, but the, the Avon Gorge is still going to happen, but just but just later on. Yeah, you know. Okay, so, interesting. Uh, coming back to Winchborough, then um, mm-hmm. you said that had started on site already, didn't you? That's right. Yeah. So um, that's this full access diamond. RJ McLeod won that one. Okay. Um, that's a forty million pound job. It's quite expensive, but it does include a whole lot of access roads actually into Winchborough as to well. To get you to the junction, yeah. So okay. it's Winchborough's boomtown, yeah, so to speak. It's yeah. it's uh, they're they're doing a lot there. So um, okay. Edinburgh. Good well, there's the Sheriff Hall, mm-hmm. uh, which, so that's a big job at Sheriff Hall. And that's a trunk road scheme led by Scottish Government Transport Scotland. So what yep. they've decided on here is they're going to whack in a flyover over the whole thing. Yeah. Um, th- this was decided quite a while ago. There was a review of this project, I if it was needed uh, at the time as part of a kind of Scottish Government's uh, review into some of the trunk road schemes, yep. which, you know, I'm not going to go into huge detail of that. But this, this job here, um, it was approved. Um, back in 2021 or something last like that. Year, yeah. Last year, it's gone yeah. through. But we don't have a huge amount of news coming out on that yet, when that's going to start and what that's going to happen, unless unless you know something I don't. But No, there's been there's not been much news. It's just that, it, as you say, it has been has been approved. So it'd be interesting to see. Um, just thinking, while we're talking trunk road schemes, that may be a good opportunity just to mention some other ones that are on the go. So we also have the Lawrence Kirk Junction on the A90, that's also been approved, but there's no definitive timescales no. for construction there. And the Longman roundabout in Inverness, just south of Keswick Bridge. Just waiting on money as, as far as... That's also been approved. Again, just, yep, we're waiting funding. A9 dueling, the upgrade there. Yeah, so um, basically all the schemes, apart from Pass of Burnham to Tay Crossing and the Killy Cranky to Glengarry, I believe, are now at made orders. Um, which means can be taken yeah, to tender for yes, construction. Exactly. Yeah. You do you need a bit of money to do that though. Yeah. Um yeah. don't want to disappoint any contractors. So that's you know, that's something that we're gonna see coming over the, the months and years and stuff like yeah. that. Um A nine I, I don't know, it's kind of a bit of a separate issue, but there is um a job that is is going on. So this is the the uh top to Martin to Moy. Mm-hmm. The advanced works have been in the construction already. They've replaced a railway bridge here. Okay. This is for the dueling there. Now they've they, for the actual road, they've narrowed it down to three contractors. Right. But they haven't announced anything yet. So okay. we're waiting on very much an announcement in the second half of twenty twenty two. Okay. And in which case then they can start building the road. But yeah. now they've done they've done uh, tree removal works and all the other things required for that there. Yeah. I haven't been up there that way. Uh, we're getting Duncan down very soon, so I'm sure he'll he'll have something to say and he'll, yeah, he'll, he'll fill us in he'll on it. Fill us in. Um, sticking with the north, then mm-hmm. um, E96 had a recent opening and a development, didn't it? <laughs> yes, it did. Yep. All the way, all the way at the other end. Um, the other end yeah. To be honest with you, it had the Hodigan roundabout improvement. So this is um, this has been going on for a long, long, long time. But mm-hmm. what they ended up doing is they've, they've opened this. This happened on the 16th of May. Yeah. So just a little over the month ago. That was done by Farron's Construction. It came in at, six, at uh, 50 million. Mm-hmm. So this is a dual carriageway, southern southern to, uh, I suppose, going going linking round to the west. By, I'm trying to describe it. You know, it's kind of, and it kind of, it, it just bypasses it, doing this kind of uh, cut of the corner. They had to demolish some property to do it. Okay. Um, it was kind of council-owned stuff, and they've put that in there. Yeah. Um, and this kind of 
while it hasn't removed the roundabout, has provided an alternative around it. Now, I've not used it um, on, on there, but s some of the opinions from locals on this thing, from what I certainly read in the press, what I've seen on social media, and some people I know, has been fairly mixed. Okay. In, yeah. in how that is. I take it there's huge uh, increase in capacity compared to what the roundabout had. There's no extra... The roundabout was always quite small. Right. Uh, and it wasn't signalised. Um, and I always found, like, there was somebody... Do you remember there was somebody that came out and said, when we were moaning about Sheriff Hall... That's right. And someone, someone said Hodigan was the much chap's worse, name, but yeah. he was like, Hodigan's really bad. Yeah. And it actually, it, 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 he's, he's got a point. See if you're not on, weren't on what was now the A92 and the A96, it was quite bad to get out from some of the other arms on it. It okay. was always one of those junctions that was difficult to get onto. Yeah. Um, it was a nightmare for pedestrians mm -hmm. and other things like that. So this new improvement, yes, while it's added more traffic signals and stuff like that, it's probably made the situation across the road a heck of a lot easier. Yeah. You know, um, for these things. But I, do you know what? I'm not going to talk more about it. I'm I'm going to wait until I drive it, and then I'll give my opinion yeah, on yeah, it. I'll review yeah. it. John's Road Review. Yeah. Well, hopefully you'll do that before we have our A96 podcast, which I know Duncan is deep in preparation oh, yeah. for I know. later this, this yeah. year. Yeah, so that'll he be keeps messaging me about it. It's go it's going to be a, a doozy. So yeah. okay. now that was uh, that was the Aberdeen one. If you've got thoughts about it, maybe you live up there. Let us know. Mm -hmm. uh, continuing on the A ninety six theme, from a trunk road point of view, there is obviously a review ongoing at the moment of the proposal to dual it from end to end. But we know as a minimum, there's a commitment to at least dual it as far as Nairn between mm -hmm. Inverness and Nairn with a bypass of Nairn and bypasses of the major towns along the corridor as well. So we know as an absolute minimum that's what's likely to happen. That's and right. I think the, the, the sort of our report on the review or the need to duel the entire length should report later this year, I think. Yeah, I think hopefully. Jacobs, I think, that's maybe doing that review. So Jacobs is doing it. It's, yeah. it's, so Inverness, Inverness Nairn is safe, but it's like any of these things, they cost a fortune. Yeah. And it, it's, it's a lot of the time it's how to fund these. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. sure is is where where are we going to get the money from? Yeah, you indeed. know, with with all, with all these kind of things. Okay, um, coming south a bit then, a little bit south. Yeah, yeah. central Scotland. It's oh, yes. Perth and Kinross considered Wonder central Scotland. Yeah, I would say yeah, so. The yeah. heart of Scotland. Yes, I would say so. Well, they're fairly cracking on down here with the the Cross Tay Link Road. Yeah. So this is this is. Uh, there were there were a few components to this. They done the phase one first, which was that improvement to that junction between um, Inverarm and Roundabout and Broxton. Yeah. So they done um, improvement to that junction and some of the roads around there. The next phase in this is the actual uh, Cross Tay Link Road, which is a brand new bridge that goes over and it links all these places like um, is it with, with like um, Skin Palaces and these yeah. places. I forget the name the numbers of roads. I mean, it's like is the that the E93? Um, I'd have to look at the map. Yeah. Just E91. There. That's the St Andrews Road. So I think it must be the E93. That's the one up through Perth, up past Schoon Palace, up to Glenshee and all that, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, right now, anyone approaching um, Perth from that angle, yeah. so coming down through those places, it has to go through the town, yeah, town centre. Which is not ideal. Not ideal. So it does really, really make sense to have yeah. this uh, this road up here. Um, and and did you see this tied in Schoon, with some of that work yeah. that was done on the A9 a few years ago between Inveramond and... Uh, Inverarmond and Broxton. Yeah, yeah, there was a bit of work done, wasn't there? There was a new bridge got, went in there as well, new diamond interchange, was it? And yeah, yeah, there was. Mm -hmm. Well, it was always a junction there, but they just improved it, yeah. is, is what they done. So that was all done in advance, yeah. Yeah, the A93 and the A94. Uh, it'll be linking up and it'll go to, uh, you know, just that schoon. Yeah. That's where it'll go through. Good. Um, so this will provide a brand new grade-separated junction north of Inverarmond. Okay. So you might be thinking, well, hold on. This is where the duelings just happened. Mm -hmm. This is the older section of dual carriageway. Right. Um, so they'll be putting in a junction. And this is actually, well, the advanced works are well on, put okay. it that way. Yeah. Um, they're, they're doing that at the moment. So if you come up the, the road there, you'll notice that you've got like a 50 mile an hour limit and stuff. And that's going to be on for like a year and a half. Um, that's going to be worth a visit then. Yeah, it's uh, the whole thing with this new bridge. Uh, it's single carriageway. It's a, a Swaco. I've done it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bam Nuttall are the main contractor. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it's uh, it's worth seeing. Yeah, good. I've been up there for a while, so but look forward to doing that one. Now, people in the south of Scotland, we aren't ignoring you. It's just I'm afraid that there's actually not a great deal to report from this the is, south. This is a shame. I know that there are borders and, and Dumfries and Galway city deal type things in the go, but there's not really a lot to report at the moment. But we did have one opening recently on the trunk road system, John. We did. And we went to see it. We did the Maybell Bypass. Yes, and we were very impressed by it. 
I loved it. I, I liked it, it as great. well. I thought it was great. I thought it was finished to a very high standard. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's one of these roads. I, I never drove down the 77 very often. I never kind of found myself frustrated at Mayball. So I suppose maybe as a local might appreciate it much more than me. But for an engineering point of view, I thought it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's like rock cuttings and yeah, everything, yeah. these bridges and stuff like yeah. that. Terrific. Must save a bit of time and, and a huge safety improvement. Oh, for the tow. environmental. Yeah. Mayball's a nice little place. Yes. Um, to be honest, so that opened on the... Right at the end of January, wasn't it? Yeah. Some, some time and and most of the work, if not all of the work, is now complete. So by the time we went down a few weeks ago, it was more or less 100% done. Mm-hmm. Well worth a visit. Yes. So that that's that one. But yeah, it's a shame. But Bruce and Galloway, sorry we don't have um, much information there, to yeah. be honest with you. We had a fantastic trip down there. We did. A, a number of months ago, we drove the A75 from, from end to end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm just wondering if there's any projects that you guys are aware of out there that we haven't discussed and you'd like to know more about them, drop us a line, let us know about them and we will do a bit of digging and see what we can find out about. And send us your opinions as well. I mean, if you've got something to say about some things or an insight, maybe you've used one of these improvements or you're currently stuck in roadwork somewhere, let us know. It's interesting. Definitely. A very interesting one this month, John. I, I like it. I like these yeah. bulletin ones. Mm-hmm. Looking yeah. forward to this. Definitely. Uh, coming up shortly, podcast-wise, we will be celebrating the 40th anniversary of Keswick Bridge. Wow. So that's coming up in August. Mm-hmm. So look forward to that. We may have a new booklet for that. <laughs> that's good. So people can. <laughs> when he says may, he means we will. <laughs> we will have a new booklet and a new web page and a new article. That's good. To, uh, do you know what? Match. It will be the first. Well, it'll be the most northern-based article we'll have on the website. Yep. If you are listening to this podcast prior to the 3rd of July, mm-hmm. we will be having a stall at the Glasgow Vintage Vehicle Trust in Bridgeton. Mm-hmm. Now, you're away sunning yourself in Spain, mm-hmm. so it'll be myself and Wojciech and perhaps one other volunteer from the archive who'll be there manning that stand. So if you want to say hello... Yeah, come firstly come to see the bus garage because it's fantastic. It is it's a great facility. It's a good day out with yeah. the, with the family. Actually, if you've so, never visited yeah. it, really recommend that. Come and come down and see the bus garage and come round and say hello to us, and you can ask us any questions you have. Um, you won't miss them. No, honestly, you won't miss that. <laughs> uh, and we're also coming back to Glasgow Doors Open Days this year. We will be doing a talk in September, um, a Saturday in September. Date is to be confirmed that that'll be confirmed shortly and the topic this year is the m8 at 50 glasgow and the motorway mm-hmm. where we'll be talking all about the development of the motorway how it came about some of its unique engineering architectural features and why it remains a a very controversial part of the city's but an important infrastructure, part. an important part a strategic mm-hmm. part yeah of the city so we'll be discussing that in september and we have one or two other things coming up as well down the line that we will be keeping you up to date with terrific yeah uh, in the meantime you can hear all of our podcasts as usual on the usual podcast places apple Podcasts, spotify google amazon we're everywhere now audible we're even on there are we on audible as yes, well i didn't we even are. know that yes we're i'll on start getting now. adverts for my own podcast and i'm watching uh, youtube i think exactly that's it yeah and youtube of course <laughs> we do upload them to youtube that's a we good do. point yeah uh, you know if you if you do enjoy it please leave us a review um follow us on podbean yeah. who are our host provider uh, a quick shout out to the sponsors. That's right. HBS, so, HBS. Eastwood Excava- Excavations. Thank you guys for your support. It's always appreciated. If it wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't be able to do all these great things. So no, really, really appreciate it. Indeed. Uh, of course, there is social media. Always mention it. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Also on Twitter as well. Um, your kind of daily fix of, of all the kind of road related goodness and things we're doing and as we're branching out across the rest of Scotland we're sharing things from even further afield now yeah. it's terrific and, and something I've not said for a while if you know anyone with roads related records and they're looking to be rid of them and you, they don't know what to do with them get in touch admin at scottishroadsarchive.org.uk mm-hmm. you'll be more than happy to take it off your hands yeah get it scanned in and shared and of course you'll be credited exactly Exactly. So we will see you all very soon. Yes. Hope you've enjoyed it. And we'll see you then. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye for now.